Welcome to Kicking Ass and Taking Brains, an iZombie podcast. I'm Dan. And I'm Jesse, and today we're discussing episode three of iZombie, entitled The Exterminator. Yeah, which is an interesting title. Not super subtle. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Alright, so uh, I guess just give me general thoughts about the episode. What do you think of this week, episode three? Um, I thought it was. I thought that it was a more interesting mystery than last week's, mm-hmm. especially just because... The way that it was connected was much, is a little bit more complicated. Yeah. I like that they ended up having to use that sort of ruse at the end in order to um, mm. in order to get him to sign. I liked that the bad guy was a white guy. Well, we actually had two bad white guys in this episode. Oh, right. Yeah. All the bad guys and the uh, the victim too, right? The initial victim. Well, the vic. Oh wait, who's the initial victim? Oh, the no, because the initial victim is the hitman. Yeah, but who did the hitman kill? The hitman killed... Oh, yeah, he's also white. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, all the white guys. Um, yes. Uh, no, I mean, I think it is good given... I mean, let's, let's just jump to the race stuff because you brought it up. That Because uh, I was like, okay, good, they're dealing with this issue. They did have uh, Marcy die, and it looks like Jerome might be dead. Or he's just, he might just be becoming a zombie. I think he's end. becoming a zombie. Yeah, do we count that as dying on the show? I don't, I don't know. think so. Yeah. No, but so I think when you have three other white awful things happen, then I think that we're get going into a right direction. Or actually, Jerome might be dead because he because uh, Blaine still needs to eat brains and now he doesn't have a source. Yeah, I think I feel like he has. I feel like we're supposed to assume he has a secondary source. It's just that getting it. Or from... do you think that he actually is robbing graves? I think he is. Yeah, he has to have some source because he's not going crazy. Yeah. And he, and he, back that he brought that brain to the woman last week, uh, he, it, I think he just wants a quicker and easier supply. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so as far as this episode goes, as far as the mystery, I totally agree with you. It was a little bit better this week. And I also like that they didn't really drag it out. Like we figured out who the villain was like kind of by the end of act two. Yeah. And then and, it was but just the more act about, three was still interesting. Yeah. It was more about dealing with the villain as opposed to the twist of who done it. Yeah. Which I think is a good way to deal with things. And I definitely agree with you. I think that having Ravi be the um, little stand-in guy was really fun. Um, yeah. It was both clever and funny. Yeah. He, he, I love that actor and I love yeah. that character. It's so fun. <laughs> He's great. Uh, let's talk about Liv this week. So we have a different side of her again. And I think she's once again, uh, Rose MacGyver is doing a good job of showing different sides of this character as she eats the different brains. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know enough about sociopathy to know whether she's portraying it correctly yeah but it seemed she did a really good job of portraying a uh very cold Mm. unfeeling thing yeah yeah whether it's necessarily like correct psychologically she did a great job of portraying what was written for her Mm -hmm. um and i think that was really cool and i i did think it was a very Interesting. I mean, maybe maybe a good choice that they went with just the unfeelingness quality as opposed to the physical abilities of Hitman. But it did feel like an odd choice, especially since like the video games of Hitman came out. We now think of Hitman as like you know these highly skilled, crazy assassin types, but they aren't necessarily. They're just people who are willing to kill people. Yeah, Uh, I I think that could be a little bit My feeling was 
at, at minimum, I was excited to see her fire a gun, especially when guns were in play in the episode. And I think just seeing, like, a zombie assassin idea is just a really fun idea. It just feels extra weird to me, given that next week he gets kung fu abilities, where it's just like, all right, like, I'm excited that we get to see that next week. Yeah. But Yeah, although I think, like, I thought the way that they dealt with Liv and killing in this week, where mm-hmm. she had to kill Marcy... Yeah, uh, I think that was a much better way to handle it. I, I I think that it would have been uncharacteristic or like a huge blow to the character to have her like shoot somebody. Yeah, I can um, see that. I did. Yeah. I did kind of okay. So I I agree with like, everything you're saying, and I definitely think that the way they went was interesting. The one part that I do have more of an issue with is that when she killed Marcy, I think it should have been in a more expert, less rage mode way uh because i feel like he could have done that any other week so it feels that felt a little bit odd to me like especially okay. when, she, when she was like grabbing the rock or whatever i thought she was gonna like throw it in a specific way or like be able to hit a pressure point or like know how to hit the brain in the right way so you know yeah i, th- I think that your idea i think that you came up with a preconception of what hitmen are able to do that isn't necessarily yeah. accurate i guess you're right yeah I'll, I'll give you that. But I did really like her, you know, I thought that there was some funny stuff with her having all those factoids, and I definitely think the way that they dealt with her dealing with murder was really interesting. Let's talk a little about the humor this week. Um, what were some of the stuff that you liked? Hmm. Uh, so or did I... you not like the humor this week? That's totally fine. Too. Oh, I, no, I did like the humor <laughs> this week. Uh, it was, I, th- I think it, it wasn't quite as humorous as last, because she was dealing with stuff in a much yeah. more intense way. I don't yeah. think it was like as laugh out loud funny this week, mm-hmm. which is fine with me. Yeah, me too. I, I, I like shows that generally really like shows that are generally comedies, but know how to have a really strong dramatic episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, like, I, I don't I, think I, this is necessarily that episode, but yeah. <laughs> uh, and I don't think this show is necessarily all like generally a comedy. Yeah, yeah. you know, it's re- it's really generally a proceed procedural. A, it's a dram- it's be... a dramedy procedural. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I did really like the Two's Company, Three's a Horde line. I see that you wrote that was a Spider-Man joke. I didn't actually know No, that. no, because they go directly from, like, rapid fire from that, which I thought was really funny, into the with great power comes great responsibility oh. joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, I do think it's interesting how she's, you know, so on edge about more zombies and very nervous about it. Yeah. And we saw our first, like, full-fledged... Was this the first really full-fledged zombie other than the opening sequence zombies that we've seen yeah I, yeah no this is the first like yeah aside yeah aside from on the on the boat this is the first time we really saw a zombie we really saw what the full zombie makeup looks like and everything yeah. i thought they did a pretty solid job yeah it looks good i also just want to say as far as like the humorous lines i think that it's a pretty amazing how well ravi and Liv work together those actors because they like they feel i feel like i've been walking them for like a season already yeah they guess the they third episode. Yeah, they have just yeah. such good like back and forth bantery chemistry that it works really well. Um, yeah. and I also I also liked some lines from uh, Allison Mashaka's Peyton this week. I liked uh, she tagged him and he liked it, and commenting on the sexualness of that. Yeah. Um, and I also just really liked when um the trivia team won and Liv was just like her like expression of excitement when She's she like, won. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Although. I'm not sure whether I liked or just found, like, weird sort of her outbursts of, like, trivia knowledge. Yeah. I, I thought some of it worked more than other parts. I, I did yeah, think and also, little... I don't feel, like, 
that's not knowledge that I would expect a hitman to have. Like, yeah. I understand that the idea is that, you know, like, they're very cold and calculating and mm-hmm. can, you know, memorize things without, and, you know, aren't sort of inhibited by emotion. Yeah. But, like, why would he look that stuff up? That seems sort of weird. <laughs> yeah. No, I get, I definitely get where you're coming from. Yeah, and I don't, also, long. like, it's still sort of unclear to what degree they get knowledge versus uh, abilities or traits or, like, mm. what specific aspects of a person they get. Or maybe it's just sort of variable. Yeah, I, I think that, I mean, you're getting part of their brain, so knowledge doesn't seem like a crazy leap. But let's actually, let's talk about the whole brain thing, because we did get a little bit more information this week, where, yeah. like, because the whole idea is eat another brain, you'll get over this. But... Then she drew the car really well, and is that supposed to be her using Javier's abilities, or is that, like, her just ability to draw? I, maybe... So that was very, it's still unclear. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that it is, even though the brain lose the old abilities, but maybe mm-hmm. there's, like, some Remnants. latency. Yeah. But also, she might have just been able to draw. Well, but he, uh, the thing that made, me, that made it stick out for or me Or also, is... actually, the other thing is that the hitman may have been... That's true. Because cause it, did, it did stick out at me because last week he said something like, oh, in kindergarten I couldn't even draw, whatever. Like, he had some sort of line about I was never good at art. So that, that made me that made it stick. It's, I think it's also possible that maybe some of the abilities stick with you, but, like, the yeah. personality goes away. Yeah, I mean, um, also, that's sort of, like, a muscle memory thing at yeah. a certain point, too. Yeah, that's a good point. But, yeah, so I think that's all really fun. We talked yeah. a little bit already about the mystery. Let's talk about sort of the Ravi-Marcy uh, storyline in more detail. Um, I think it gave good time, good stuff for Ravi, showing him as a doctor in a really interesting way. Yeah, and also as uh, – oh, yeah, when he brought up the Hippocratic Oath, that was really intense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, totally. But also just sort of his unwillingness to believe that someone might be totally gone. Yeah, and, yeah. Like, he's, you know, just – terrified of i think he's honestly probably in some ways just terrified of the fact that he might at some point have to kill live yeah, that's true yeah. yeah no it's really interesting and i think it also it lends a little bit more like like a different interesting more believable layer to him not being scared of live at all because he just really wants to believe the best and believe and that he can help everyone, mm. which I think is interesting. And then, of course, you know, Liv saving him was great. Uh, you know, more of women saving men is always a nice thing. Yeah. Um, I did think that some of the stunt work in that was a little bit... I don't know if it was the editing or what. It was a little bit iffy, but, they, you know, it's the beginning of a show. They can iron some things out. But Yeah, what specifically? There's, like, when she jumps into, like, the pit, I thought there was, like, a weird cut. It felt odd and then like I'm, I'm trying to remember like it was just like the way some of the way they were fighting just felt a little bit uh, like awkward uh it wasn't bad i and i definitely liked her when she actually like went into rage mode and when she was looking at um when she was looking at ravi i think that the makeup work and her acting way were really strong yeah um, the eye effect is working really well for me yeah it, it's like, it's interesting because it's a lot it's like this is what buffy could have been if it only was it came out a few years later yeah <laughs> you know uh, I actually, I do want to throw out, because you, earlier you were talking about um, sort of comedic shows that have those dramatic episodes, and um, Joss Whedon, who created Buffy, well, was a really big fan of Veronica Mars because it was so sort of a similar take on his kind of style. He actually had a cameo on Veronica Mars, so I wonder if you watch this show. <laughs> it'd be interesting. Yeah, it'd be interesting. Yeah, right. so maybe talk a little bit more about uh, Liv's uh, closer friends, like Peyton and Major. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. So I love that we actually got some development for Peyton that we know more about who she is as a person, that she's not Yeah, like, I've forgotten that she was a lawyer, but, like, now I will never forget that again. And also, like, her whole thing that it's, you know, not just... It could have, like, seriously derailed her career. Yeah. And that really sucks. And, like, that uh, Liv wasn't able to bring herself to say sorry. Yeah. And, like, even... Even if she'd said sorry, like, the damage still would have been done if it weren't for yeah. that, that she ended up being able to prosecute the correct person in the end. Yeah, and I also liked that that uh, Peyton wasn't just, like, completely just emotional and wasn't, like, she understood that Liv did it for, like, the right reasons. And she wasn't, like, necessarily mad at her for doing it as much as she was more mad that she didn't seem to give a crap, um, yeah. which I thought was good. I also, it's interesting, you brought up, so, did, had she even mentioned in previous episodes that she was a lawyer? Because I didn't remember that at all. I thought this was I the think that she did, but it was very easy to forget. Okay. Um, but, yeah, and her role at the end of the film was really interesting, and, you know, the way that it's going to, it, it is going to be interesting to see how all these things turn out, because one thing that I really hope this show doesn't do, which yeah. I know that Psych does, is just, keep its original conceit about who knows what forever. Mm, I don't uh, think that's going to happen. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen either, but it's going to be yeah. interesting to see if there's, you know, when there's falling out and yeah. if there's going to be, uh, you know, like, yeah, who, who has falling out, who, like, accepts her immediately, who mm-hmm. uh, reconciles with her, who becomes an enemy. Yeah. I, I would be pretty surprised if Clive doesn't get brought in the secret with the, within the season. I don't know about the other people, but... I think Clive kind of has to, otherwise it's kind of ridiculous. Is this a thir- this is a thirteen episode season? Yeah, right? it is. I bet that Clive finds out like around episode between episodes eight and ten. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I also I liked the scene with Peyton and her sort of the, the where they're role playing the case. I thought that was a good way to introduce the vision this week. Mm-hmm. Um, just some really just some nice stuff. I think Allison Mashaka is doing a really good job with that part and taking a best friend character that could be pretty nothing and doing uh, bringing some life to it, which I think is yeah, good. Yeah, for sure. Let's talk about the major plot line, our favorite uh-huh. time of the podcast. Stan's um, favorite time. <laughs> um, so we did learn a little bit more about his life, too, through Jerome um, and the fact that he volunteers. Yeah, he's, like, he's genuinely just like the best dude ever. <laughs> it's like, okay. Yeah. I, like a little, when that moment came, when he was like, oh, you know, I work with at-risk kids to, you know, Make sure that they can get a second chance at life, and you know, yeah, just there for him. I was like, "Okay, dude, <laughs> we get, we get it. You're the good guy, the one who got away, all yeah. that jazz." It's funny because I keep thinking of him as like this great doctor guy, but he's not even a doctor. We don't actually know what his job is. Is his does, wait? Does he volunteer there? I thought that he worked. Yeah, he's there. he's a volunteer. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure he's a volunteer. I might I might have to go back, but I'm pretty sure he's a volunteer. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, well, that's that's interesting, but at least it brings him into a storyline that isn't completely about their love triangle. Yeah, um, which I think is good, and I think that the the sort of the comedy with Jerome, just him pointing out like how great a guy Major is, I thought was a little enjoyable. Yeah, um, I I do wish like especially if they're gonna make this any kind of a major aspect of his character, no pun intended, mm-hmm. um, that they I think that would he would have been stronger as a person of color. Hmm. Um, especially, especially because like it would have alleviated a little bit of the white saviory aspect of him working, yeah, at, like volunteering in an aspect at an at-risk youth place. Yeah, it's interesting. It depends on what they, it depends on what they want to do with him 
long term because I think that him being white works for right now if he's supposed to be this like idealized Prince Charming character and I I think that that like makes sense but I don't know like is he then gonna just actually become the boyfriend or like if that like happens well, I mean, it's not as I, I would I would argue that it, having a white idealized Prince Charming character is super problematic but well no but I'm saying as like that's who she that like that's like who like she is at the beginning right that she like wants that yeah but like, yeah but she doesn't have to is all i'm saying yeah it could like it could easily like for example think of you know um rose tyler and mickey mm-hmm. um like yeah at the beginning of doctor who like it's yeah. just there and it's like not a huge deal and it's just dealt with yeah and i think that they could easily have made major person of color and i think it would have brought a really interesting dynamic to the yeah, I, I do. I th- I do think it show. depends on. I feel like they know more about where they're going with that than we do, and it depends on what they want from that story and like what the meaning of that storyline is. Yeah, but I, we'll I see. definitely see where you're coming from, yeah. where that, especially with this volunteering thing. Yeah. Um, okay, so I guess there's not a ton to talk about with Bland this week. He was pretty minimal. But is there anything you wanted to throw in there? Uh, I mean, I feel like we talked about it right at the beginning of the episode. Yeah. So I, I mean, I I did at least like her sort of standing up to him again. And yeah, sort of saying, like, I might not think you're a murderer, but I, do you think that you're still the same drug-peddling whatever guy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I did also think it was a little odd, uh, and I was good at that. I guess it was because that scene was coming so quickly, but um, the previously did not make it clear at all that he was a villain. which i thought was kind of funny oh no yeah yeah the previously this week was weird yeah (laughs) just generally there was like all right so i guess the one of the i guess have some little tiny points left is like what's up with the family the fact that her family just like completely disappeared is really funny to me (laughs) well i mean i wouldn't want them to be in every episode i think that this i think this show is generally doing a pretty good job so far of avoiding sort of agents of shield syndrome Mm -hmm. or, or like what agents of shield had going on like in the first half of the season, which they've been yeah. avoiding in the second half, which was making sure that, or actually no, much more prevalent example is Gotham syndrome. Yeah. Where every character like, has to be in let's, let's go down the checklist, make sure that we talk about everybody every week. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, I, I wasn't bothered by the fact that they weren't. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't think that I necessarily need to see both of them, but I feel like there should be like an episode where, where maybe we see the mother one week and sometimes we see the brother not necessarily together. I just, it just seems odd to me given that, they they should have a somewhat significant connection to her, and we don't really know anything about them. <laughs> and so, and it doesn't even look like next week would involve them either, given the promo. So, I guess it seems like an odd choice to me. It mm-hmm. seems like let's forget about the fact that you have a family. <laughs> yeah, but, I don't know. Yeah. All anyway. right. I just want to throw in. We did get one tweet. You know, not necessarily a question or anything, but do you want to read the tweet we got this week? Yeah, it was a tweet from LA Clipper One. It says, "It was a very interesting episode that Liv did not have any feelings about what's going on with her ex-fiance." Oh, um, I guess so. we should also throw in—we didn't even talk about the fact that he has a girlfriend now. Or whatever. oh, right, yeah. and all that's happening. <laughs> yeah, um, funny that they—that the actress is not the same actress we saw in the pilot. <laughs> oh, I, th- I think that it's supposed to be a different girl. I yeah, think, I think I think what we're supposed to just sort of like assume for no reason other than that it's the only thing that makes sense, Yeah, is that the first girl is just a friend. Yeah. And this girl is actually a girlfriend. Yeah. So, I mean, it's... I, I think I did enjoy how sort of downplayed it was. It wasn't the major drama here. 
I do. Oh, I, I also do say I, I really liked the ending of the Marcy plotline with her going and leaving the pearls with her mom. I thought that was a really nice moment with her walking. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it was super cliche, but it was also kind yeah. of nice. Also, I don't understand why people do that and then think that no one is going to notice Captain. them watching oh. this person like Roy, right? Yeah, that's exactly that's what I was thinking. Roy on uh, Arrow giving all the toys and stuff. And he's just sort of like hangs out and watches it happen. <laughs> How would you react in real life if some like mysterious person was giving your family things? I'd probably call the police after a bit. Yeah. Like I'd be like I don't know what's going on. It's making me very uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. Um so I guess that's pretty much it. Thank you for the tweet. That's great. And totally, yeah. if people want to send in tweets with questions or comments about the episode or about our podcast, we'd really appreciate that. You can do that at iZombiePod. What's your general verdict for this week? How are you feeling about the show so far? I'm still really liking it. And I uh, I am hoping for a little bit more for progression with the major... I, I do want there to be a overarching plot line in this. Yeah, me too. Um, I hope that it doesn't just be procedural, but I don't think it will. So hopefully we'll get a little bit more of that next week. Yeah, I, I totally agree, and uh, it's definitely keeping me really entertained, and I'm totally invested in this show, and I'm glad we give us, I mean, yes, there are, like, you know, like you're saying, I agree, I think it might get tiring over time if we keep doing the procedural thing, but so far I haven't gotten tired of it, and there hasn't been, like, the weak episode yet, so, like, even Flash, which I think generally has been very strong, like, the missed episode was kind of like, eh. Like, yeah, um, yeah. But, I think uh, it was important that that was at the beginning of the season. Yeah, if that, if that had come like last week, I'd be like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Man. All right. So I guess we don't have a whole lot more to say. Uh, totally send in your feedback. You can email us at kickingassandtakingbrains at gmail dot com. You can also read our blog at kickingassandtakingbrains.wordpress.com. Actually, now we are just, just .com. I oh, really? bought the domain name. So, yeah, we are kicking ass and taking brains.com. Aggressive move. Uh, <laughs> so aggressive. Yep. I already said the Twitter at iZombiePod. Please follow us on there. And I, I tweet along when I walk the episodes. I don't necessarily live tweet because I work every Tuesday night, unfortunately. But I, whenever I actually walk the episodes, I tweet along with them if you want to check out my thoughts early. Um, yeah, and uh, please rate and review us on iTunes. Yes, we are finally on iTunes, and that was quite a journey, and no one understands my pain, and <laughs> it was so much effort, but we are on iTunes, and Nobody cares, uh, Dan. everybody's so excited. Please rate us and review us. That would be a really big help, and it would make people find us, and we'd be happy. And uh, thank you for listening, and hope you enjoyed the show this week. Yay!